0: Welcome back to Alabama Care, everybody. I'm Sarah Williams, and today I have Davina Patterson and Sam Johnston. Um, Davina Patterson is from Disability Rights Network, and Sam Johnston is from. Um, Hi, I'm Sarah Williams. Johnston. Um, Davina Patterson is from Disability Rights Network. My... Sorry. Um, and Sam Johnston is from Arbor Mills. I believe um, if y'all could Ar- introduce Arbor, yourselves. Valley. Arbor, Valley Arbor Valley. I'm sorry. Right. If y'all can introduce yourselves.
1: Okay. You know, actually, there are three of us here. Um, Sam Johnston, I, I'm with Arbor Valley Communities. I'm, I'm on the development side and, and would be uh, delighted to discuss any aspect of that. Um, and I have two knowledgeable people from Arbor Valley management, Stephanie Tenney, the uh, president, Deborah Kinder, who's in charge of our compliance officer, um, who will be the feet on the street once we're built and, and have our residents living there to develop. And would you like a brought more of a, just overall, we've been in business. I don't know. Absolutely. For, yeah, we've been in business for I don't know. 15, 18 years. uh, We've developed about 3000 units in the state of of Florida, Alabama, and Georgia. Uh, Principally, uh, we're we're in the affordable housing uh, realm with with utilizing tax credits, which is the same is the same uh, really is one of our, our pillars of financing for the development we're talking about today, Arbor's at Moore's Mill, would be the LIHTC, low-income housing tax credit. So we, we're largely focused on that, uh, and we uh, we do both family and, and senior developments. And as you know, uh, on Moore's Mill, it will be a, a, a senior development up there in Huntsville. We manage about, what, Stephanie, over 5,000 units? How many? Yeah,
2: about 5,500 units um, in Alabama, Florida, North and South Carolina, and Georgia.
1: Wow. So we know what we're doing, or at least think we know what we're doing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to learn more about it. Uh, Ms. Patterson, if you would introduce
3: yourself absolutely so i'm davina patterson executive director for disability resource network we're the newly established center for independent living in alabama we service the north alabama region of the state so we're located in huntsville alabama but we do service 13 counties in north alabama and did you say what like specifically you do Oh, yes. We provide independent living services to people with disabilities. Gotcha.
0: Okay. Okay. So I like to start my broadcast off with like icebreaker questions. And one of the major things that everybody has asked when they go into Alabama, whether you're visiting or you're moving there is who's your team. So, <laughs> Auburn or Alabama?
2: It's a blend. It's a blend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sam, you go
1: ahead. Yeah. No, well, the good news is both teams are in the uh, basketball tournament, which is awesome. Uh, I'm an Auburn guy
2: myself. All right. Poor
4: Eagle. It's okay. <laughs> I do not, not come from Alabama, so I. Um, really don't have any allegiance, but I've, I have to lean towards Alabama because that's where both of my sons-in-law enjoy watching. But well, Auburn's I'm cool Auburn. team too, I have to say that since Sam's in the room.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's diplomat.
3: <laughs> well, I'm Auburn, so it's War Eagle for me. <laughs>
0: War Eagle. I knew I liked you. I know.
3: I knew we were gonna get along just perfectly.
0: (laughs) I I went to uh, I went to Auburn Montgomery for college. So (laughs)
4: okay.
3: So we know Um, where you're rooting for.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Um, let's
3: see.
0: <laughs> so let's talk a little about this uh, MOU, I think is what it's called, yes. for these apartments. Um, so, what was the process
4: of getting that? Well, whenever we establish an MOU with a uh, partnership, it falls on my part of the organization to search out and find an organization to do that with. And so I just knew the property was in Huntsville. So I started researching online for resources for people with disabilities in the Huntsville area. And the Disabilities Resources Network came up and I contacted Davina, I believe by email or phone, one or the other, and we just um, talked it through. and. We had a little Zoom call with all the board members and realized that it was going to be a good partnership, a good fit. We were looking for referrals for people who need housing, and we have six um, units in Arbor's at Moore's Mill, or will have, that would be appropriate for for people to rent. That would be referred by the DRN group, so um, we ended up after a further discussion, signing a, a memorandum of understanding or MOU together. And we do this with not every property, but we do have several MOUs across uh, the multiple states with different properties. But this is our first one with, uh, with Davina and her organization.
0: Awesome. Did you wanna say anything, Davina?
3: Oh no! I was just gonna say, um, Deborah. She absolutely hit it head on. She contacted me. Um, it was by phone first. Deborah. <laughs> <laughs> she contacted me by phone, and she was speaking of the urgency of the the MOU. And I said, "Well, you know, um, let's 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 can send it to me in writing so I can review it and talk with some of my board members and staff members, and and let's see how it goes." And then once I sent it out to the board members, the staff, they all thought it was great, but they had some questions. So I contacted Deborah and I I invited her um, to a Zoom call to see if we can talk and get our questions answered. And um, we really enjoyed the conversation. It sounded like it was a good fit. So we uh, made a decision to enter the MOU.
0: And how long would you
3: say that that actually took? She needed a quick turnaround. So she did, like I said, she did express to me the urgency of of getting the MOU signed. She told me if at any time that we changed our mind or didn't want to um, proceed with the the process that we could um, be released from the MOU. But like I said, it was a unanimously vote with, the board members, the staff and myself, and we thought that it would be a good fit. And so we um, took the opportunity and I, you know, we did share with her that, you know, a part of independent living, we are consumer control. So we do want to be a part of the process um, as far as maybe um, touring the units or any type of advice or counsel we can give on ADA compliance and how we um, intend on being involved and active on the property as far as providing independent living services, independent living uh, skills to the, the consumers that would be um, residents of the location. Gotcha. Let's see. So it just flowed. I mean, it was just natural. Yeah. <laughs> no pushback, anything like that. Everybody's been great. Um good. This is my first time being Sam. <laughs> but um we we also talked um through email.
0: Gotcha. Absolutely. I was wondering if y'all had actually met or if this was like mm-hmm. a online thing so far.
4: I well, think I mean, this
3: is Deborah- typical Go ahead. No, no Go i right, was just saying, um no, I was just saying Deborah was the person that made the initial contact. So she was probably the first person that I met virtually. Haven't met anybody in person. This is my first time actually um, interacting with Sam outside of email. So.
0: Gotcha.
1: And this is, it seems like during these COVID times, this is the way a lot of business is being conducted. You know? Right. Mm-hmm. we're all eager to get back to the face to face without a doubt
0: right it'd be good yeah that I I, yeah that's yeah <laughs> we're all looking forward to that um so let's talk about the referral what? process do what i'm sorry
4: i was just gonna say i imagine once the opening of the property is in is imminent, we might meet in person at that time. Maybe the the grand opening. Yeah, the grand opening, right. Absolutely. We'll be there. Community member. So we'd love to have you join us then. We'll be there.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Let's see. Let's talk about the like what the referral process looks like.
4: Okay, basically the way it works is once we have units available, we will notify in writing to Davina, probably email. So we have the email trail that works best historically, that has worked best. And we will say, Davina, we've got, for example, a two bedroom downstairs apartment. It's sensory hearing and sensory impaired as well as accessible. Do you have anybody? And then we have, she has a 30 day window to respond. And she may She may send somebody within. you know, email back and say, oh yes, I've got John Jones. He's uh, ready and he fits perfectly, he has need. And so John Jones would come, we would try to qualify him and hopefully he would qualify Um, We do have a credit criminal screening that we go through and we do previous landlord checking and things like that. Just standard apartment checks. And then as long as uh, everything goes through, he would be qualified for that apartment based on his income. Also, there's that tax credit has income requirements as well. And then uh, we would work to get him into the apartment if he was. If for some reason he did not qualify for whatever the reason was and it's on, say, day 10 of the 30-day period, then we still have 20 more days that we would wait so that uh, Damina could still offer another referral. Or she may call or email and say, hey, I've got two or three people that are looking for apartments to the uh, property manager that is going to be running it and say, you know, and the program manager might respond, "Well, I don't have anything right now, but I'm going to have two next month and one the following month, and we'll see if it's a fit and if it works out, it's the right size, right price, and all of that." And so it's just an ongoing conversation through email, and calls may be made as well, and um, that's how we work through it. We keep a log of what what people we process and what the result was, if they moved in, if they were denied, or if they decided maybe this isn't the place for me after all, for whatever reason. We document all that and keep a running log on that. And we do share that um, with the auditors when they come to audit our processes, which is like every three years, they look at it just briefly, it's not a, they just want to make sure we are tracking it. but that's basically how the process works. Gotcha. And it's worked very well with connecting uh, the right housing with the right, with the people that need it in the past. Good, good.
0: Yeah, um, I'm like going through something like that because uh, I'm in a wheelchair. I got super excited when I saw the six units would be wheelchair accessible um because i am looking for an apartment right now uh and it is almost impossible (laughs) i definitely
3: know what you're saying we
4: we get those calls all the time so (laughs) well that's exciting to us because we want to have a a partner that is that will be able to refer it people to us so that we can meet their needs as well as our commitments to provide the housing.
0: Right. Um, I have actually, not recently, but um, have moved to Georgia and that's where I live now. And I have found one apartment that is actually like wheelchair accessible. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm on a waiting list for it.
2: What part of Georgia? Uh, Rome. Okay. We're not quite. We're not there, but. Yeah, I. Uh, we, have, we have properties in Georgia being built, so that's why I ask. Really.
1: In Covington, Georgia, we, we broke ground in Villa Rica. Ooh. And. Um, oh, in Kingsland. Kingsland. Yeah.
0: Awesome, I've been to Villarica. Uh,
1: Come on back in about
2: about a year,
1: about a year
2: and a half. <laughs> Covington's opening in the next couple of weeks. There, in case
3: that's something. Gotcha. Um, let's see. So I was just going to add that we're, you know, um, Sarah, we're aware of that you know, issue. So that's why when we saw this opportunity, we definitely jumped on it. Um, right. As a center for independent living, we want to make sure that we get people with disability housing, accessible and affordable housing as much as we can, because that is probably one of our number one call.
0: I can see that, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Let's see. So that brings me to my next question. Why do you think housing is such a big need?
3: Well, I'll say, you know, as far as consumers and, and, and own, you know, home ownership and how everything's going, that's probably, you know, your transportation and your housing is probably your most expensive asset. Or Mm something, you know, your largest purchase, and um, we're just in this critical time where the economy is just is up and down, and you know, sometimes people don't, especially people with disabilities, they don't have the income to support Mm -hmm. um, financially support um, buying a home or getting affordable housing that's in a safe location. So you'll see. a lot of people um, living with other people, or that, you know, there's a, a large homeless rate as well. You know, people just aren't um, finding housing. So um, I, I I would say that that you know your house, your car, those are probably your main biggest purchase, your assets that you have. Right. Yeah,
2: and I would say this is Stephanie. There's there's such a shortage of housing, period, and there's such a shortage of affordable housing. You're just gonna see this, the, the developments, as long as we can keep pricing at bay, you're gonna see in all all different locations and specifically to the affordable housing arena, which all of the newer developments are going to have, you know, a certain number of handicap accessible apartments that would fit you know, the needs of many people. So I I think you're going to see more of that coming.
0: Yeah, I'm excited about it.
4: (laughs) (laughs) And I don't
0: even live in Alabama anymore.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) I think we all are in, you know, at some point, we we hope realtors will work with the nonprofits as well. You know,
4: yeah.
3: um, I, I know the, you know, the different housing, um, is, I'm sorry, the um, apartments and but but a lot of people want to have home ownership. And so hopefully the right. realtors will start working with some of the nonprofits and centers for independent living in um, your charitable organizations on you know, maybe moving people into actual homes instead of apartments. And that's gonna be a big, you know, a big shift for us. If we can do that, I think, yeah. Yeah,
0: that would be really cool.
3: Yes, I agree.
0: (laughs) Okay, so here's another big thing for, not necessarily me, but other people that I know. Uh, transportation if they do get an apartment transportation like around the apartments because some aren't gonna have their own vehicle Mm -hmm. or anything
3: well I I know our office is uh, located near a bus line I haven't viewed this property Uh, Sam Deborah do you guys know is the property is located near a, a bus line or public transportation yeah we, we're required
2: to be within a certain distance of public transportation but as far as how close in proximity that is i'm not sure um okay. we, you know we could you know depending on it's not a requirement for us, but we would absolutely, if there's a need for that, explore options that would help our residents without question.
0: Gotcha. Let's see. So what is the cost for rent and like other services at the apartments?
2: So our let's see our one bedrooms would begin at 545. Now these are rents stated as of now. Um okay. they may change a little bit, you know, in a year, but um the two-bedroom, no, the one-bedroom, one bath at 60% qualification would be 750. The two-bedroom, two-bath at 50 percent would be at 625, and then the two-bedroom, two-bath at sixty percent would be eight fifty. Did I say that right? Fifty percent and sixty percent are the two ranges.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Now if you have
4: if you have referrals, people who may have housing vouchers of some sort, say a Section 8 housing voucher or a VASH housing voucher, we work with those organizations as well. OK, well, that's you that's actually just good answered my next question.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's good to know, because um, <laughs> we actually are working with the Huntsville, um, the city of Huntsville, the Huntsville Housing Authority are providing emergency housing vouchers. So once the property gets in place, we'll be a refer- referral agency for um, that program as well. So we'll need to uh, work with the landlord to see if they'll accept those vouchers.
2: We we will accept those vouchers typically.
3: If it's a housing choice voucher, we do accept those. Okay. I'll make sure I get that to um our contact as well so so they can know that we can um send some of our um referrals over as well. And Sounds Deborah, um was... for our uh consumers there's no application fee or deposit, is that correct?
4: There, it is, there is a deposit and there is an application fee, I believe. I don't think the MOU requires us to waive those, okay. um, but at least I, I can't even quote you what the prices would be because it depends on what the market is at that time, but typically the deposit is around 250, depending on what the credit standing is, that's the average. And then the um, the application fee is usually around $50. It's a one-time fee. The de- security deposit would be refundable if they ever moved, if the apartment was in you know, good standing. If they have a, um, if they were to have a pet, not not in a support animal but a pet. There is a non refund there is a non refundable pet fee, but if it is an emotional support animal or a service animal, there is no fee associated with that.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. So when
0: would the units be available to move, be moved into, sorry, I can't talk today.
1: <laughs> I would say a year and a half is, is what I would say roughly. We, we're still, we, okay. we're still uh, finalizing, uh, all the, um, the, uh, the sources of financing, pulling those together and, uh, you know, we're anticipating closing here in the next couple of months it's taken a little longer than normal now, because you may be aware that the um, construction has really mushroomed the cost of construction, just like a lot of things we're seeing mm-hmm. uh, around the, the country. So we're working through uh, all those issues. And uh, once we're, we're, we're closed, so, you know, in brief, probably a year and a half, something like that, we'll, we'll be built. Gotcha. And you know what I will say, just uh, <laughs> you know, I, I should have said earlier when we talk about the sources of financing, if it, you know, Alabama Housing is providing the line share of, of the financing. Their are federal uh, tax credits that, that that we 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 get through the housing agency that we sell to an investor, and the investor makes an investment in the development. That that's the primary source of financing. We also borrow money. We'll have a loan like another property Uh, because it's affordable. We do not take on as big a mortgage and hence we can offer more affordable rents and we have to because of tax credits. But the one main point I wanted to make is the city of Huntsville did provide some funds as well. They provided uh, $320,000 worth of home funds. which which are also very important to the development and we appreciate the city's support.
0: Awesome. So what type the what type of services are going to be provided in the units once it's actually built? Or have y'all gotten that far yet?
4: <laughs> it's they're built uh, based on um, ADA requirements, we, every, whatever the, the most current requirements are, that's what the contractors build the properties with. And We do have resident services that are that we do at no cost to to all of our residents, and of course, any resident, whether they're in a handicapped unit or not, would be welcome to participate in those. And there will be some things on amenities on. On site yeah I don't know what those amenities quite are yet um, no. typically
2: it would be like a business center and a fitness center hopefully a pool I usually sometimes lose that battle um, but generally speaking there may, there's probably a pool let's see there is no pool. I lost this battle too I guess but there's a picnic area pavilion and um in terms of the interior of the units i'm not sure if that's exactly what you're asking but they're going to be more modern they'll look nice with the you know most up to date color pattern and nice countertops nice cabinetry like it it's it looks really like a very nice market rate unit that you would want to move into so we actually have a decorator that comes in and specifies all of those you know the colors and all the fun stuff the flooring the two inch blinds on the windows so it, it'll be it'll be nice you know it will not look like a typical you know what what people may consider as affordable housing it, it will be very nice the quality of the work is very good
4: mm-hmm. right and davina i shared with you our website for arbor valley yeah. communities as well as some of other properties and um If you want to share that with Sarah, then she can see also how beautiful our properties are. I mean, I'm I'm so proud of all of them because we not only build beautiful properties, we maintain them that way throughout the life of the property.
3: Yeah, I was going to add that that, uh, Deborah did send a link um, to the website where I could view the different uh, locations and they are very nice home, um, very nice units, very nice properties. And we're just as pleased and proud to to be a part of the um, to be a part of the project as well. But when you were talking about um, services, um, I did speak with Deborah, and as soon as they um, get a property manager on site, we're going to talk about maybe doing uh, peer support on um, on site on campus, and maybe some independent living skills training. That's something that we would like to do at the property in like a community room or a a a training room um right. they have like a we will have to,
2: we'll have that for you too yes a community okay. room with a clubhouse and a business center a meeting area that would be available for those training facilities
3: mm-hmm.
4: right thank you
3: yeah
4: and we often depending on what What's committed to in the original agreement with the state? We often provide other other types of classes like uh, budgeting classes, or extreme couponing, or how to financials. Yeah, financial
3: type tax of thing. Returns.
4: Tax returns. Um, we may have a dentist come in and offer you know, a free toothbrush and, and talk about dental health. I mean, we have a variety of things that we do at all of our different properties and um, for our residents to attend. And it does not cost the resident anything.
3: I may need to move in over there. <laughs> That's what I was just thinking. Oh my goodness, I could benefit from some of that. Have <laughs> to get me a keep my house but give me a, a apartment also <laughs>
0: <laughs> And like I said I'm trying to move out of my parents' house I can move back to Alabama I mean
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean you know I mean?
3: <laughs> We're all trying to move in now
0: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Um I think we had some questions come up on Facebook let's see um, Betty Moore said, great point, Davina. regarding realtors. That would be great.
3: It would be. I think that's something that mm-hmm. we probably need to put in our um, Need to look into. Our goal, yeah. <laughs> um, Just want to say, hey, Tony Betty. And- Betty's one of our board members. So hey, hello, Betty. Betty Moore, <laughs> she's one of our board members. <laughs>
0: Um, let's see, Tony and Kathy Alsop said, is there a website where we can find more
2: information about the development? Not yet, but there will be. And as soon as we have that website built, we will share that link with you guys and distribute it to all of your friends and family. Okay. Yeah. We're working on that. That's usually about six months before the development's ready to open. However, There is some information possibly once we get a little further along on the development website that talks a little bit about where the community is in construction. So as soon as we get to the place, we'll share all of that with you guys so you can follow the progress. Um, That sounds awesome.
0: (laughs) It does. Um, Betty Moore also said, will there be a waiting list process in place?
2: Yes. yes. Always. Right. Always. <laughs> yes. There, there,
4: will be, there will be a waiting list specifically for this MOU um, for those six units. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, we hope there's a waiting We hope we have any referrals. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we plan on I'm
0: sure you record. will. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Back to when the property will open, we typically start our marketing 90 days beforehand. Stephanie could probably talk to this better than I can. It's usually about 120 days before we're projected to get the first building delivered. Right, and then we start our lease up what 60 days or 90 days? No, 120. We start leasing up before then. So once we start our lease up, we will. You'll be the first to know because we'll want to get those units rented. So right. Um, that just, just to kind of give you a foresight of what the process will look like. Gotcha. Awesome. As we get closer to opening the doors, hopefully when those doors, when that building is open, we've already got those units filled and the any handicap units will already be rented to referrals you've provided, We're, that's our goal. I love it. I awesome. love it. Yeah. It's, it's
3: very great.
0: Um, let's see. Betty Moore said hello.
1: hello
0: Betty. Hi, Betty. Hi, Betty. <laughs> um, Emily James said, "Can individuals on the Medicaid intellectual disability waiver qualify?"
4: I believe so. If they are, um, they meet the other qualifications. Yeah, if they need yeah. the other qualifications. I think so.
3: This is awesome. awesome. I'm, I'm glad everyone's interested and engaged in this. This is going to be mm-hmm. great. they are anticipating the opening of it, so.
0: <laughs> right.
3: And they have to wait a
0: year
4: and a half.
3: <laughs> right.
4: <laughs> Just keeping the teaser out there for you. Yes. yes. It'll be here before you know it.
3: Yeah, time flies. <laughs> Definitely.
4: It
0: does. Let's see. Emily James said, "Awesome." Let's see. Do we have? Do you have any upcoming events? To, well, like, um, I guess raise money yeah. or oh, <laughs> just in general.
3: Well. Yes, Di- Disability Resource Network. We're always working, always doing something, very active and uh, involved in the community. So we have some upcoming events. Um, we're going to be on Monday, that uh, March 21st, and Friday, March 25th, we will be um, working with Madison County Health Department on a vaccine clinic. We'll be volunteering with them We're also going to um, have, on Wednesday, next Wednesday, March 23rd, we're also going to be um, doing our quarterly community education training where we will have a um, workshop on the basics of ADA. A lot of the agencies and organizations in our area, they, they want to be compliant, ADA compliant, but they just need to know the basics of it. So we will be Holding that workshop on Wednesday, Um, the presenter will be the Southeast ADA Center. So those are some some upcoming events. We also will be working on um, a barrier-free, our center will be hosting a barrier-free vaccine clinic on our campus with Alabama A&M Mobile Vaccine Unit, which has got to secure a date. So that's what we're working on um, right now and more to come more to come we'll have to sign you guys up for our newsletter so you can stay in the know of of what we're doing and the progress that we're making y'all have anything you're working on um deborah sam anything coming up besides morris mill not
4: related to morris mill at this time we have Um, various project uh, properties In various stages of construction and rollout. We've got, like we said, Covington, Georgia. We're about to open the doors there in a few weeks. And
1: Kingsland will be right by that. Kingsland, Georgia. Southeast corner of Georgia.
4: We're building property in Louisiana.
1: We're trying to get closer to Rome, but I don't know. We'll we'll see.
0: I mean, I guess I can wait. (laughs) <laughs> Let's see. We had a couple more questions come in. What zip code will this property be in? From Amber Taylor.
4: 3001. No, I'm not sure. Is that right? Well, you know what? Alvin and M's right up there. Uh, where, where is
1: that zip code?
4: I'm sorry. I had the ball. I was thinking of COVID-19. I'm not sure of this one something. Or five, uh, it's in the
1: northeast uh, part of the city. I don't know the zip code.
4: Do
2: we have an address? We could I can go look. I have yes. it. I,
3: I have the address. Um, okay. It's Marcus Buyers, is that All right? Buyers, mm-hmm. so, it's, yeah. so yeah, so right it's, off of yeah.
0: We can always put it in, like the chat or I'll something later.
2: Marcus Byers Drive Northeast near intersection of Moores Mill and northeast of Winchester Road. You would think they would have.
0: A
1: zip
2: code.
0: Yeah, the zip code. <laughs>
2: So, I'll add it to it next time.
1: All right.
0: Betty Moore asked if it was
4: 35811. It sounds familiar. We'll take her word for it.
1: All right, I, I, I think I leaving. got it. Hold on. Uh, yeah, it's never been so hard. To, oh, here we go. It is 35. I got 35811.
4: It's, it's That's sad. right. 35, yeah. right.
0: <laughs> That's what Betty said.
3: Thank hey, you. Maddie. She knows her no. stuff. <laughs> yeah. That's why she's a board member. <laughs> Betty knows her stuff. She's our um, she's our secretary and our treasure. Thank you, Betty. Gotcha. You're always on top of everything.
1: Thank
0: you, Betty. <laughs> um, let's see. Tony and Kathy also said, sorry if I missed this, but will the units be one bedroom or two bedroom?
2: Both one and two bedrooms.
0: Both of them. Okay. Betty said that she's an AAMU graduate.
3: All right, those bulldogs. (laughs) Those bulldogs, they're up here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. Okay, so I think that was all my questions. Is there anything else that y'all wanted to talk about or add?
1: I just think we appreciate the opportunity to work together on this development, and it's a long-term relationship that uh, we look forward to, you know, hooking arms and and
3: doing some good work together.
2: Absolutely.
3: Right. Right. Same here. I'm, I'm just grateful to be a part of this opportunity, and I look forward to working with each one of you and getting some housing for our people with disabilities and some of the homeless people and people that are on the the voucher program, I, I, I expressed to Deborah when she initially contacted me that I thought that this would be great, and I still feel the same way, and mm-hmm. um, it's, it's going to be good. And and hopefully we can get more centers for independent living, not just in Alabama, but you know throughout the U.S. to to start entering into these MOUs because uh, people with disabilities they they are facing some housing issues, so. Right. You know, whatever I can do to get the word out or to make that connection. You know, I'm definitely willing to do that.
4: Excellent. That's good to know, because as we expand and build more properties, I may reach out to you and ask you, you know, about other opportunities for MOUs in different areas. If you have a network of people that I could hook up with, because sometimes it's hard to find a partnership. It um, is. No, and then, yes. Yeah. Yes, I
3: agree. And then the right fit, the right fit. And I can mm-hmm. say that, you know, Centers for Independent Living were committed to um, working with these housing issues. And I know <laughs> that many of them would be um, very, very grateful to work with organizations like yours to um, end or reduce this, this housing crisis.
2: Absolutely. Well thank you guys for the opportunity to speak with you today too. Appreciate that.
1: Yes, thank you.
2: You're welcome. I'm
0: glad I got to interview y'all. I'm glad too. Yeah. No, when Alex came to me. When Alex came to me. When Alex came to me and asked me if I wanted
3: to do this one, I was like, Absolutely. Well, we're glad you did it. We we got to f- find a way to get some housing in in Rome, Georgia now. <laughs> Three days, I agree. I agree. <laughs> that that
0: that should be y'all's next one. Just saying. <laughs> find on it. us, find
1: us a sign over there. We'll be there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. Let's see. We had another comment come through. Uh, Betty Moore said, "Thank you, thank you all for working so hard to serve the community. Your services are definitely needed."
3: Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Betty. (laughs)
0: Okay, if that is it, then I guess I will talk to y'all later.
2: Okay, great. Thanks for hosting. Y'all take care. (laughs) Yes, please do. Thank you. Bye. Bye, Bye everybody. Bye, everybody. Talk Talk soon.